0: song that gets me going quite like the battlefield theme song hello everybody and welcome back to the show this is the game bites hitman battlefield 5 podcast how you doing very good uh, my name is LeGrand Jolly, joined as always by my two co hosts, Jeremy
1: Lawman Lamont. Hello.
0: Hi. Hey, everybody. And still playing Hitman, Dale Count Eleanor Jones. That's right. Now
2: I got the uh, Russian KGB officer's disguise. Dale. And I'm off to the races. Go get him. Man. I can do this.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, I wasn't here last week. Mm-mm. I was away. I wasn't nope. here on Wednesday, either. I, actually, I was here on Wednesday, and then I wasn't here when you guys actually recorded. Uh, that's true. What's what that all about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know when you guys recorded. I don't even know when you guys did that. Did we do a show? I don't even remember last week. Yeah, because what? Dale talked about Hitman, and you talked about some some mobile games, like you do. It was on Thursday. Yeah. I don't know where I was. I just never got the invite.
2: I thought you were like traveling on business for like the whole week or something.
0: I was out last weekend. I got home on Monday, and then I was on Wednesday, and then we decided just to not record. Not that it matters for anything, because you know what? You guys did a great show. I listened to half of it. <laughs> I listened to it till Jeremy started talking about mobile games. I'm like, I'm out. Half of a Peace great out. show. I'm out. No, that was a good. That was a good little game, like FTL. I'm just kidding. I know. I'm, I listened. to them. It
1: was it, was really it was good. It
0: was good. Telling myself. It I don't was remember good. what it's called. It's okay. I remember you said it was like FTL. But that's Pixel all Starships. All right, Pixel Starships. Are you getting? Are you? like a member of the that game studio and that's why your are plugging is so hard. Is that why? Uh no, I just I I'm it's coming back to me. So all
1: all the memories flooding back. So it just was vivid in my mind and I just shouted it out. I just have uh it's like Tourette's syndrome for mobile games. Angry Birds, Temple Run, Candy Crush Saga. Uh,
0: those those are the mobile games that come to mind, huh? I I well, no, yes. What about Fortnite? You didn't call out Fortnite? I... That's not really a mobile game, It's a super mobile
1: game. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Whatever. I don't know. Just let me have my joke in peace. It was a good joke. Fine.
0: Yes. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Sunday show, or the Monday show for you. (laughs) Sunday for us. Monday (laughs) for you. Uh, Maybe Tuesday, even. I don't know. (laughs) Sunday. Thanks for listening to the show. Tonight's the night where we talk about video game news, and I tell you what, uh, despite it being December... There was a lot of news, and there's only one reason why. Dale, or Jeremy. Jeremy, not Dale. Oh, yeah. Jeremy, Someone. Dale, you can talk to. But Jeremy, why don't you tell us the news? I can tell you the news.
1: Uh, so the first thing that was big news this week were the Game Awards. 2018, the Keelys. The Keelys happened. Uh, and I, I know for a fact that at least a few of us kind of watched them a little bit. <laughs> uh, I missed the first half because I had a, uh, a student violin concert to go to, but uh, the back half of the Keely is pretty good, pretty all right. Seems like a very respectable show and uh, not at all cringy the way it was when Spike was doing them and uh,
2: pretty, pretty all right. It's always been pretty decent. This is, I think, the fifth year now of the current format or the current, you know, like Keely out on his own doing this thing.
1: You, you know, I will say there's one thing that has kind of disappointed me about that was that the first year they had these great musical numbers. Like they had uh, Koji Kondo with, was it Imagine Dragons or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Like yeah. that was I amazing. Cool that was amazing. And I don't think they've really done musical numbers. I, I sort of had hoped
0: had for. music on it. But yeah, well, they did. They had like
1: an orchestra and stuff. It was all right. But, yeah. I mean, I was thinking like, you know, Koji Kondo on stage with Imagine Dragons. Like that was awesome. And I was like, yeah, do something like that every year. And it kind of hasn't really, hasn't really done it. But whatever. I guess you have to pay those guys. So. <laughs> anyway, so the th- the main thing though, uh not the music, but actually the awards. So this is the I don't know, is there is there anything else? I mean, I guess there's the Game Developers Choice Awards. I sort of think of that as kind of like the legit thing. Um but this is a pretty the GDC awards. Yeah, GDCs. Uh there's also the IGDA's, I think. That's another one, but I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know which, you know, awards system you you subscribe to, but um, I subscribe
0: to the ones that they put on the back of the box, like IGN's Game of the Year. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, it's hard to hard to argue that point. But uh, any game that has a game of the year edition, I respect. It means somebody, somebody
1: somewhere said it was game of the year. Uh, We should have the game bites game of the year. Uh, like we, how do we get I, on? A box I want to be on the
0: back of a box. You yeah, know? I know. We, we, we should sh- give it to some game that probably would never win anywhere else. That's the just thing. so we can be on the back of their box, I mean, and maybe we do it trick. with like a a game that's going to come to limited run at some point, and we'll be on the limited run version. of Oh that my game. gosh, that That'd would be, be cool. pretty good.
1: You know what I'd like to do? We should, maybe we can maybe we can get some old games that aren't out this year and make them the game of the year this year. Like uh, I don't know, like Deus Ex. Mankind Divided, Game of the Year 2018 (laughs) Game by Show. (laughs) (laughs) And then they can release the Game of the Year edition next year because we gave them that
2: award. I don't think any of us have played that game this year, though, have we? Quiet,
0: you, Dale.
1: That's not part of the plan. This is too many details. Too many details. So the Game of the Year, according to the Jeff Keighley Awards, uh, voted on by Jeff Keighley uh, at the sole discretion of Jeff Keighley, uh, Game of the Year this year, God of War a uh, pretty solid choice. I haven't played it and it's on my list. I want
0: to play it so bad and I haven't played it.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty good. I, I've only gotten like into the, just very starting part of the meaty stuff, like halfway through the game where you start unlocking things and going through your, uh, you know, uh, technology trees or whatever. But, uh, Technique trees—I don't know what you call them anyway. Uh, so that—that's—that's that's pretty good. It also uh, won Best Game Direction. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two won a ton of stuff: uh, Best Narrative, Best Musical Score, Best Audio Design. Uh, I want to say somewhere they got like Best Like character design or best-, uh, best performance by the main character yeah best uh costumes or something i don't know it seems like it got a lot more uh, a lot more play than it should have but uh i, I don't know why right. do you say
2: that why i don't know just because there
1: was a you know honestly the reason i say it is because stuff like spider-man got snubbed and stuff like um i don't know
0: so this is a licensed game license crap they wouldn't they did make their own content
1: yeah it just i don't know it's not original ip yeah, that's true. Not that that should matter. No, it shouldn't. Uh, get, uh, the best uh, indie game, I think, was Celeste. Is that right? I think that's what I what I have here. So,
2: tell me, Jeremy, you were saying that Celeste is apparently like more Super Meat Boy than either of us were thinking. Yeah, Celeste won
0: two awards. It's fully Super Meat Boy. Uh,
2: games yeah, for Impact won that as well.
1: Games for Impact. I think it's about being angry at a mountain. Uh, so if you have if you have some post traumatic stress disorder about mountains, uh, maybe Celeste can it's help. It's not
0: you. about that. It's for impact.
1: Impact, impact impact yeah the impact that you make when you smear against the bottom of the mountain when you fall off of it i think it's like stress or something it's like talking about anxiety something like that because i think the main character is dealing with the like the mountain is a metaphor for something
0: yeah and she also has like a split personality or something
1: yeah yeah madeline battleline sort of thing uh best vr ar game goes to astrobot uh, beating out Dude! tetris effect yeah So a beat out tetris effect and beat saber Moss was on there. Firewall Zero, I don't know what that one is, but uh, Dead Cells, best action game. Mm. Yeah,
0: my, you know, my boy's been playing Dead Cells this weekend. And is that He right? really likes it. Yeah, well, he never really played it. He watched me play it a little bit, but then he picked it up this weekend on the Switch. And
1: You should do the Grandies and just have, like, the LeGrand. Uh, it would be
0: Fortnite.
1: <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite. Oh, for my Grandies. boy, you mean? LeGrand? For, yeah, for me, bo- LeGrand. both of you guys, because like, it's, you know, together you are... <laughs> It would be Fortnite and Battlefield 5 at this point. <laughs> there you go. Winners of the Grandies announced right here. Uh, best RPG, <laughs> Monster Hunter World, which I... Is
0: Battlefield 5 even on this list?
1: Uh, that. See, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Battlefield...
0: I wonder if it's because, like, basically... I don't
2: think it even got nominated. I think it was probably yeah, too late. Yeah, it didn't
0: get nominated because it came out too late, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it came out like... Yeah, the,
2: the nomination period is, like, November of last year through, you know, October It's kind of this stupid year. because
0: you know it won't be nominated next year because it's not going to be relevant.
2: Yeah, nobody remembers.
1: Uh, I was sort of gratified to see Best Family Game. All the nominees were Nintendo Things, and then Overcooked 2, and it, it took it. Uh, Best Strategy Game, Into the Breach, which I really would like to play. Uh, I want to play that one, too. Best Sports and yeah. Racing Game, Force of Horizon. Uh, Best Multiplayer went to Fortnite. Of, of all multiplayer, not just, like, free-to-play, not just ongoing games, but, like, if you know... You
0: I think Battlefield Five probably beats that out. Let, let, let's look through this list, and I'll tell you all <laughs> the all of the uh, categories where Battlefield Five should win. Uh, Game of the Year, Game Direction, Art direction, score, music, uh, audio design, uh, games for impact. I don't know. It's about war. Yeah, yeah. And war never changes. That's Impactful. true. Uh, best ongoing game. They
1: they didn't do best tr-
0: action game. Battlefield
1: five. They didn't do trending gamer this year. I noticed. I didn't realize. Best that. fighting
0: game. Battlefield five. Yeah, there you go. Definitely.
1: Uh, best esports player. Sonic Fox, the guy who won uh, Evo. Um...
0: Was that the guy that dressed up in the furry costume? Yes, and he he did it again. So okay, cool, man.
1: Yeah, cool. Uh, content creator of the year, Ninja. Uh, very, very nearly beating out the Game Bite show uh, for content creator of the year. Didn't last uh, year like Doctor Disrespect won this, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. And then did he, he win this last year? Yeah, basically. So what happens is they win that stuff, and then they immediately have some kind of like really like
2: like a drive by happens at their house.
1: And then he comes back. But and, they do the drive-by is the thing, so <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so pro- lots of good uh, lots of good games, winning lots of good awards, uh, good show all around, uh, very enjoyable. If you're the kind of person who doesn't feel like you lose something for not watching it live, it's probably even worth uh, looking at after the fact. Uh, however, in addition to the awards, also lots of big announcements at the Game Awards. Um, the, of course, uh, Jeff Keeley, known for the world premiere exclusives. Uh, and he has uh, brought that again this year in 2018 uh, with the announcements of such How many people that- watch this? Uh, a lot. Do we know? I Do think know how a many bunch. People? I mean, I don't, I don't know the viewership, but it's on like all the platforms. It's kind of hard to miss. Yeah, how many unique individuals watch this? Uh, that I don't know, but if you can find Nine out by the people? time I finish with this, uh, so we- maybe we can convey that. Uh, but uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 announced, as a Switch exclusive, uh, developed by Team Ninja, that is a weird three bunch of things to to announce. Uh, Far Cry eleven point five million live stream. Oh, that's
0: good. That's that's a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I, in fact, uh, compare that to like any ratings for anything on broadcast TV. Uh, that is that is a favorable. Nobody number. watches broadcast TV. Yeah, yeah broadcast exactly. TV. Yeah. Uh, they also announced Far Cry New Dawn February fifteenth. It's sort of a what a post apocalyptic sort of thing. Uh Supergiant has a new game. Uh this is the Dude, studio behind yeah. Bastion and Pyre. They've got a game called Hades.
0: I'm moderately disappointed in this because it's a roguelike and I'm, you know, I, I kinda don't want a roguelike from those guys. You don't like roguelikes? I like them fine. I just I don't know, maybe I need to play Pyre and then decide if I want a roguelike from those guys. Even though Pyre's not a roguelike. Yeah, they've done something different every time. I just really much. like Transistor and Bastion so much and this is and different than that. I kinda want them more like a narrative maybe it's got a narrative. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. But. yeah. I lost the trailer, and it looked like uh, looked pretty cool. I don't know. I am want to play it. I want to play it yeah. more than I want to play Pyre, but I, want, I already own Pyre. I should play that. I really want to play Pyre. I should probably do that. Hey, let's um, play Pyre sorry. this week. Is
1: it multiplayer? Um, possibly. I guess it depends on whether, whether you've got the same platform. <laughs> PlayStation Four. Uh, I, I almost bought it on the PlayStation Four. I didn't do it, but I'll Where look did you into buy it. it. I didn't buy it anywhere. I don't have it. I was. I had it in my cart for like three days, and then I, you know, the sale. I and wish it was on the Switch. I, yeah, that'd be all right. I really don't understand why it's not on the Switch. Uh, Anthem got a trailer. Anthem still looks uh, pretty cool, like uh, flight suit. The alpha was going on. The alpha uh, was happening
0: this week, I think.
1: Yeah, that's this true. Weekend. Yep, that's true. That's true, and we can't talk about it because it's under like NDA. So, <laughs> oh, uh, it is. Are you guys? Uh, are yeah. you guys in it? Uh,
0: I
2: got. I,
1: I, I got turned down for it because I chose the PlayStation Four time slots that were already full. But I did get to watch uh, directly a couple of hours worth of Anthem, and it's pretty all right. I mean, it's
0: an alpha definitely an alpha uh, but that's as much as i can say about it when's it coming out
1: uh, february
3: coming
0: out? february comes comes are you kidding me
3: Mm-mm.
0: and it's an alpha in december and it's coming out in february
1: well it's an alpha test maybe they've got more stuff that they're not showing i mean who knows you know that build could be just to test the multiplayer i don't know uh but there will be a beta or a demo for that i think in january in pre-order. january the beta or yeah. demos coming out yeah uh crash team racing nitro fueled a remake of the crash bandicoot racing kart racing game uh, that comes out in june Uh, Something called The Outer Worlds, a first person shooter with uh, sort of a Fallout New Vegas in space. Hello Games is making something new. The Last Campfire with cute little like sackcloth dudes uh, rowing down a river and summoning demons and things like that um it's weird, right kind of yeah. a departure from their previous game yeah i think so a little bit uh PUBG, uh is getting a winter map where you can sort of track people in the snow and things like that this is that's... yeah the
0: tracking the snow seems really interesting right
1: yeah like because i mean usually it's like you just wander around until you find someone and you know yeah it's kind of cool uh atlas is um coming as a mmo it looks like uh i don't know there's like dragons and cannons and stuff like that. Maybe Jared will like that. Uh, Ashen is out now. We'll talk about that in just a couple minutes. Uh, Bioware teased Dragon Age 4. And then there's going to be a Stranger Things game that looks a lot like the mobile game that's already out. So I don't know. In Fortnite, they're doing away with the train station and they've dropped down a big thing called The Block, which allows people to sort of customize their own content for Fortnite, which is kind of neat. Uh, and then uh, Smash Brothers, big reveal, uh, getting Persona 5 DLC. Uh, LeGrand, how's Persona 5? I know, you, uh, know you've you know you had that on your shelf.
0: <laughs> it's uh, looking pretty good over there.
1: Yeah, on your shelf.
0: <laughs> there it is. Oh, it's behind me now. There yeah, oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's sneaky. That's still there.
1: Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, yeah, so they're now added as a DLC for Smash Brothers. And uh, like I said, it overall was a, a fairly, good, uh, fairly good little production. Mortal um, Kombat.
0: You didn't say Mortal Kombat. Oh,
1: that's true. That's true. Mortal Kombat, the new um, Mortal Kombat, which... Uh, 11. Yeah, it kind of looked a little hokey to me. I... I don't know. Oh, quiet. It's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Supposed it, is, it is Mortal Kombat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's true. doesn't look realistic to me. I'm just not interested in a Mortal Kombat that doesn't take. I
1: I mean, come on. When he burns through that guy's body and the spine is still there and like he chops. You know what? And Scorpion like does the get over here thing to the decapitated head. Nobody's going to say get over here to a head that's flying through space.
0: Oh, shut up. I'm
1: just saying. I'm just saying.
0: That's maybe that's like his only thing he says, like Pokemon.
1: (laughs) Yes. He He was actually trying to say something else, but it's the only thing that comes out.
0: You, You understand what he means based on the inflection of the way that he says get over here.
1: I am Groot. Get over here. Get over See, here. Exactly. Get over here. <laughs> uh, we mentioned a little bit earlier that Ashen is out, and that is because Epic Games uh, also had a very big presence at the Keyleys because uh, they surprised the world by announcing that they're going to be doing their very own storefront, and it's live, and they're putting games on it right now, and games like Ashen are exclusively out now. Uh, basically, Epic is trying to take on Steam, pretty much, and I don't know. They seem like they're off to a pretty good start if they want to do it.
0: They should have um, done this like five years ago when everything was using their Unreal Engine. That's yeah, when they should
1: have done it. Well, I mean, what's the biggest competitor to that? What, like Unity or something? or Probably. I mean, what, I mean, at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. But I mean, I, back
0: I, in the X, Xbox 360 era, like 75% of the games were running Unreal Engine or more.
3: I, I, bet some ridiculous it's still,
0: I bet it's still probably something like that. There's a lot on Unity now. Unity's kind of taken over a little bit. Mm, maybe. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any particular insight into that.
1: I mean,
3: that.
0: except for the biggest game on the planet. Fortnite is burning on Unreal, right? Uh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I
1: mean, presumably it is. I haven't checked lately, but I'm sure <laughs> they have a good reason to be using Unity. Um. And uh, th- a couple of things about this. So one of the main things is that uh, the... Uh, revenue split that Epic is offering to people who publish on their store uh, is an eighty. What is it? Eighty twenty? No, eighty eight percent. I think 12%.
2: twelve percent. There's yeah, twelve
1: percent is their cut. So eighty eight percent of the revenue goes to the dealer uh, or goes to the. Uh, so Plus they get licensing
0: fees from Unreal Unreal to en- Engine,
1: right? Yeah. Well, so so what happens is that if the if they sell an Unreal Engine game on the store, they waive the royalty fees for it.
2: They they basically take it from their cut from the twelve percent. Basically. Oh
1: really. Yeah. Wow. So they're they're pushing pretty hard. Not a bad deal there. No, not at all. So like I said, they're already getting people as exclusive releases. At, I'm going to have to release my
0: uh, Unreal Engine
1: game. Yeah, no kidding. It's like let's uh, let's all let's all do one. Uh You can't. Everyone's going to get rich to now. Make one. I know. Totally. You're losing money if you don't. Uh, And then uh, they're going to be doing um, free games every two weeks throughout 2019. So Subnautica, and I guess we probably should have saved this for the freebies area, but uh, Subnautica is going to be available uh, starting this week through December 27th. Yeah, the 14th through the 27th. Uh, Super Meat Boy after that. And then third free game coming out on January 11th. So uh, they are in tune with uh, giving people the free stuff. So I don't know. Go check out... uh, Epic Games and, you know, try out uh, yet another storefront, you know, put put it right next to your Discord game store, I guess. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, get some games. Uh, However, this is coming at maybe a little bit of a cost because uh, Epic says that they're no longer focusing on Unreal Tournament development, uh, which is kind of a bummer.
2: I thought we already knew that, that they were – because they made all the assets free for everybody to use in other stuff, right?
0: Yeah, but w- what we're saying is that the Unreal Tournament is a game that's in alpha or beta or whatever on the Epic Games. Yeah, store, yeah. All, the, all those
2: all those assets that they made free came from that game. The, for they sure, were, but they the game itself they're not
0: game. working on they're not working on that game anymore. Yeah.
2: yeah. So so
1: basically, uh, Epic is following Valve's footsteps in a couple of ways. They're first of all <laughs> releasing a storefront, and next they're
2: not going to make any games. But then, I guess my point is, like, I thought I thought that was the message several months ago when they said. Feel free to take all the stuff that we were going to put in this game because we're not going to make the game anymore, right? Mm. Well, they're just
0: basically saying, hey, use our assets for free.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think there was any other implication there, but I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe there was something to read into it. But uh, anyway, so uh, Epic Games' Tim Sweeney talked to Variety. Uh, they said that Unreal Tournament remains available in the store but isn't actively developed. So I guess, I guess you can
0: actually still play it, I suppose.
1: Kind of like um, uh, or-
2: Fortnite Save the World.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> you know what? Hey, my, my boy paid for his battle pass by getting V-Bucks from playing Save the World this month. Oh, wow. How about that? Uh, maybe that's worth looking into.
1: I didn't know you could do that. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Well, and so here's the thing. So aside from the store, it's like if you're running Fortnite, you can probably, I mean, what are you going to do with Unreal Tournament? I mean, you're just going to be eating your own lunch. Uh,
0: there's.
2: Uh, uh, they're completely different games, though. You're going to be playing Unreal Tournament going, man, I wish this was Quake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Quake yeah. Champions is already out and it's pretty good but I really like Unreal Tournament.
1: It is pretty all right. There's another game coming out this week, and we'll talk about that, that if you need need to scratch that Quake itch, uh, you can do that too. Uh, Speaking of other itches to scratch, uh, one of them is the itch that companies need, uh, the companies have to make money. Uh, Starbreeze Studios, unfortunately, uh, not really scratching that itch, I'm afraid. Uh, The CEO of Starbreeze has stepped down and resigned from the board of directors uh, as the company now is in uh, essentially the Swedish... uh, Swedish version of chapter 11 I guess it would be it's a reorganization or reconstruction type thing um, th- their most recent project was uh, overkills the Walking Dead and uh, didn't really didn't really pan out for them uh, they've been working on some other things oh you know what there was another thing that got announced at the uh, at the game awards that I didn't mention there was a trailer for Psychonauts 2 which apparently Starbreeze has been working on. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. In fact, that was the thing I was the most interested in out of all of it, and I uh, f- totally forgot to mention it. Um, but uh, anyway, at this point, uh, they are essentially saying that in order to ensure their survival, uh, they are, you know, ditching that CEO and doing a whole bunch of other things. Um, the, uh, uh, someone named Michael Nermark is going to be the acting CEO until full replacement is found. He says, in this phase, Starbreeze needs a different kind of leadership, and we have therefore decided to ask uh, Michael Nermark Bark to take on the full responsibility. Uh, that was according to Chairman Michael Hirth in a statement. Uh, Newmark will take over the management of operations and lead the work focus of the company during his tenure as CEO. In previous years, he implemented comprehensive restructuring and repositioned the company from work for hire game uh, to game development based on proprietary IP. Which you know, I, I have to admit, I thought Starbreeze was doing all right. I mean, I, I guess any any given studio is like only one. Colossal failure away from insolvency, but didn't they
2: do Payday? Or am I thinking of somebody else? They published it, maybe. I don't know if they developed. Because wasn't that? I thought that was a huge hit. Payday and Payday Two, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've I've never seen you know aside from people dressing up like Fortnite for Halloween. The only other like really surprising video game costumes. I mean, not, not that this is a you know a, a benchmark for financial success, but I saw a lot of people dressed as the the uh, the clowns, you know, in those clown outfits from Payday. Uh, which is kind of weird, but... Uh, that is weird. You sure they were not just out robbing banks? Yeah, I was going to say, they, maybe they just actually, you know, <laughs> they're just actually... They're real bank up. robbers. Yeah. Uh, however, that's not the only problem that's going on over there at Starbreeze. Uh, according to, uh, I guess, financial authorities in Sweden, at least one person has been arrested following a Starbreeze office raid on allegations of insider trading, um, which I don't know... I I mean are, I guess they, that must mean that they're a publicly traded company I suppose I I didn't realize that I mean it's I, I thought they were pretty good but I just figured they were just a you know kind of a an uppity studio doing well for themselves
2: maybe it was insider trading of somebody else's stock
1: I could be I don't know but uh, yeah so between those two things. Um, I mean, they they were working on, I don't know what it's going to be for Psychonauts. I mean, that game is presumably still in development. Payday 2 still had active work going on. Uh, Payday 3 actually is allegedly in development, so uh, that may put a swift end to that. But uh, anyway, I guess best of luck to all the innocent folks over there at Starbreeze. Uh, Good luck, and uh, hopefully you can pull your way out of that. Um, some other interesting news uh, here is that uh, Day Z, which has been in perpetual pre-release for five years, uh, I thought, yeah, I was gonna say like four, four, Wait, five is years. That, is it not fully out yet? It is now. Uh, Bohemia Interactive is gonna is going to release uh, on December thirteenth, <laughs> so this week it is going to be coming out and uh daisy is basically the uh sort of the prototypical survival game that uh caused things like player unknown's battlegrounds and I, I mean in kind of a way it was sort of the forebear of a of a battle royale kind of i guess you might say um so uh it,
0: yeah it's sure. been in there was a mod i think uh player unknown made a mod for daisy that was a battle royale mode. Uh, yeah, that's, I believe that's right. Yep. I believe that's that's right. And it's also the game that kind of kicked off the whole survival genre, right? Yes. The Daisy mod for Arma 2.
1: So here's the thing. Yes. When this thing comes out, is it going to be any better than stuff that actually came to market, uh, and has been, you know, Operating here. This thing's been early. I I think it's kind of like PUBG when it, you know, kind of a little little late to the party. Yeah, I agree. This thing's been in early access since uh, 2013. Um, However, here's the thing. uh, I own it. I have it. Yeah, it sold more than a million (laughs) copies in its first four weeks on Steam. So people responded to it then. Um, maybe they just should have just kept it there. I don't know. Um, but it is also available on Xbox one through their early access program. And they're going to be launching that in 2019 along with a PlayStation four port. Uh, so I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe they'll surprise us. That 1.0 might, uh, might have some, some pretty cool surprises in there. Who knows? Uh, another uh, sort of early access project, kind of in a way, uh, Valve, we mentioned that they don't make games anymore, but they'll sure make an app to let you stream the games that you already have onto your various platforms. Valve is bringing the uh, Steam Link functionality to Raspberry Pi. Um, I guess they must have some inside track on on whether people who use Raspberry Pis want to play on Steam. I, I don't know. It doesn't
0: matter. I think that it's cool that they're just... Having the software be available in general, because like you said, like Steam Link's a cool device, but now it's gone, but you can still basically build one your own. Yeah, build that's true. Software.
1: That's absolutely true. And, uh, you know, even if they can't roll their desks together to make a game, somebody over there seems to have a, a real. Uh, hey, they
2: just released Artifact. Jerry.
1: Come on, lay on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh at least somebody over there is very Jeremy minded because uh you know streaming games from one device in your home to another one. Uh I I, I have my stamp of approval ready for that one. That's uh that's good stuff. Uh you can get a Raspberry Pi for uh, anywhere between 30 and you know 35 bucks right now. Uh you could go you could have gotten a Steam Link for $2 uh you know a couple weeks ago, but
2: Yeah, not that long uh, ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, not not so long ago. But you know, hey, maybe you've already got a Raspberry Pi kicking around. Maybe you're you know, maybe you're a conscientious objector to the uh, NES Classic and, and also on, all of its cousins. But uh, anyway, so if you're interested in that, uh, load that up onto your Raspberry Pi and, uh, I don't know, let us know how it goes. Speaking of micro consoles, uh, the PlayStation Classic has released to, we'll call it a tepid reception. But this is Uh, interesting,
2: the the news item you have here.
1: So so here's the thing. So partly the tepid response is because of the selection of games. People would say, oh, well, why did they have this and not that? Which is, I guess, sort of the, the blessing and the curse of having a really successful console that, you know, you can't really get all of the stuff on there that everybody would want to play, Uh, but also because some of the features on the thing were a little weird. I mean, some of the uh, uh, resolutions were kind of weird. It was like locked in PAL well, a lot of them or something.
2: Are, yeah, a lot of the games were were the, the PAL version of the game, so like 50 frames per second, as opposed to NTSC, which is 30 or 60 usually. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: exactly. However, um enterprising people who were just pressing some buttons while the thing loads up uh, apparently found a hidden... Uh, I guess emulator settings menu, which doesn't seem like they had to really, like, hack it or anything, right? You just connect a USB keyboard and hit the escape button, uh, which, <laughs> I you know, which kind of leads me to believe, like, it's probably not super
2: secret. Maybe it's just, like, I don't know. I don't understand why if this is a capability of the thing, why is it not, like, bullet points on the box? Put it on a menu, yeah. Right? Because it it undeniably Gives it more capabilities and makes it a better machine. Yeah.
0: Or why not make it part of the in-game menu in general, right?
2: Some yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: And it allows you to do things like changing the...
1: Uh, uh, frame skip option, which I guess is the the 50 frames per second thing. Um, the uh, region you can set that. The display there's BIOS settings and all kinds of things. So you you can basically tweak it and make it kind of the more the or less the important part. Product. is that intrepid hackers are hard at work trying to figure out how to
0: put regular
1: just other whatever else games on, it, on it. Yeah. Well, yep. here's here's my feeling. If you're gonna get a Raspberry Pi for your PlayStation or for your uh, Steam Link app, uh, you know, just kind of take the next logical step and. I don't know, just, you know, do the thing. Just do whatever the thing is that you're going to do. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Um, <laughs> speaking of other questionable decisions, uh, legally, um, I, so let's start with this. Have either of you guys ever had someone else, just a hapless individual, innocent soul, level up your characters for you when you were busy doing other things? Do you ever, you ever do that? No. No? Oh uh, Yeah, my kids, they're my mules. Yeah, there you go. So little brothers you know, siblings, children, whatever. Uh, however, according to Korean law, that is now a criminally punishable offense. You can actually be fined for Good. letting other people boost your uh, account. Good,
2: cheaters. <laughs> cheaters just go to jail. However...
1: <laughs> I think it's sort of limited to. Um, I think it might be limited to like uh, League of Legends, basically. This is sort of being colloquially, games. yeah, esports games. It's sort of colloquially being uh, named the League of Legends Law, uh, but it uh, uh, basically means that games. The like law,
2: lee- law from law blah laws blog blog. Law blah 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 laws law blog
1: lobbing a law bomb. Bob blah 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 law bomb. The law, law. There you go. Something, something like that. Anyway, um, so this act will uh, go into effect in about six months and defines a proxy game as an act that interferes with the normal operation of the game by arranging or providing the service to acquire the score or performance of the game in a way that is not approved by the game-related business operated. Uh, hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, According to Riot Games, who actually released a statement, but it was kind of like a meh, sort of a limp noodle statement, this law will help us catch them even better once it's passed. Uh, that talking about, uh, you know, people who are, uh, I guess, ostensibly cheating by uh, boosting scores and stuff like that. You know, I got to be honest, though. I'm not really sure how that unbalances the game if you are advancing something. Because, I mean, ultimately, when the rubber hits the road, you've got to be good enough to compete, right? Is that,
2: am I missing something here? I don't know. It's, it's like a sportsmanship thing. Plus, like, Riot or whatever. Or if it's like Blizzard or whoever. Like, they, they want you to be... Personally leveling up your character, right? So that then rather than pay somebody else to level up for you, you can pay them for like the XP boost or whatever the equivalent is. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Well, I guess so. so whatever it is, people's little brothers are going to be going to jail all over the world, basically. Or uh, you can just pay your fine of $18,000 roughly, <laughs> 20 million won uh, Korean. But uh, anyway, so be aware just if you, if you've got a business like that or if you want to start a business like that, you've got six months to make it profitable, basically. So good luck. Uh, speaking of making things profitable, we have here uh, kind of a, a weird little uh, stinger for the end of our news this week. Uh, Soldier Boy, you guys familiar with Soldier Boy?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, sure. Soldier Soulja Boy, hello.
1: Super. Tell him Soldier so Boy, Superman. All of that. Uh, the thing is, Soldier Boy is kind of undertaking a weird little endeavor here. Uh, Soldier Boy is is creating. I think this is totally serious. The Soldier Game handheld. Uh, he's creating his own. Console, which basically looks kind of like a trumped-up GBA SP, like the the old Game Boy, or oh, yeah. maybe like, like a maybe like a low rent sort of Wii U tablet, I guess. But it's you know kind of fits in your hand. Um, and the thing is that Soldier Boy says that the console is capable of running PlayStation, Neo Geo, PC, Sega, Game Boy Advance, and NES games, uh, as well as quote Soldier games. So Soldier Boy is going to be doing, I guess. Some is, games, is of his own. In games? I, I don't know. And I don't know what he's really advocating here, but he's doing it pretty publicly. And in an era when I, we reported on this like two or three weeks ago in an era when, you know, just some enthusiast couple is being sued for $12 million by Nintendo. This if you're soldier risky. boy. Yeah, this is, this is an ill-advised soldier boy. I know you're listening out there. Soldier boy. Listen to me, please don't do this. Don't do this. Um, continue supermanning and doing all of the things that soldier boy. Here's something weird. What's that?
3: So
0: I'm on that that link, whatever you linked.
1: Yeah, this is at The Verge. Thank you, The Verge, for this news.
0: Okay. Anyway, I, l- I clicked on that link, and it says on here, that th- there's, there's a link in there to buy it, to a soldierwatch.com uh, website. Yeah. And I'm, I'm reading through the product description, and the brand name says, Soldier Game by Ann Bernick. Ann Bernick. Huh. Whatever the hell that is. So I Googled Ann Bernick. And that took me to the Ann Bernick official store, where they sell a retro game that looks identical to the Soldier Boy version for forty dollars cheaper than the Soldier Boy version. Soldier Boy, you better tell them that there's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, Are you guys
0: looking at this? I am. You guys follow I, an, this?
1: Ann Ann Bernick, A N B E R N I C. Uh, so a little bit of investigative reporting here at the Game Bite Show. Lagrand is uh, <laughs> chasing it down. Um, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, it looks like it can play all kinds of games. It says it can also play Switch games on Soulja Boy's website. Soldier Boy, no. No, Soulja Boy. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but it is available for age over three years old. Um, at least I think that's. I think that means the age of the user, not necessarily like the age of the, I don't know. It says it has 3,000 built-in games. What is this thing?
0: <laughs> There's like a whole ton of knockoff products by this company.
1: Oh, man, this is terrible. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, how did you get involved with this? Yeah, you he, need to get
2: mixed up in some like weird bootleg stuff.
1: We've got some Eastern European. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Anyway, if, if you're interested in getting on board with the Soldier game handheld, <laughs> um, I guess now's your chance to do it. It's on sale Maybe right now. He personally now. signs each of them, and that's why it's worth $40
0: more than this other one.
1: You know what else is funny is all the pictures on Soldier Boy's website explicitly show a white console, but the description says that the color is black console. <laughs> At least, I think, I gotta say, maybe that's the color of the console, or maybe the color of, I don't know. I don't know. It's, whatever. Doesn't matter. You it can, really doesn't. You, you can play strange. it no matter no matter what kind of person you are. Over, over three years old, black, or whatever, you can do it. Um, so, that's all the news we've got for this week, and I'm still scratching my head, so, I don't know. There you go. LeGrand, what's going on out there for the new releases?
0: Ah, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, There's some new releases. We got these courtesy of uh, TechDashGaming.com. Uh, it's it's a slow uh, slow game release week, but uh, there are, are a few stingers here. Mm-hmm. Uh, top in the list uh, here today, uh, basketball of the Nintendo Switch for 9.99. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game, Basketball. I hear it's gonna it's really good. Huh?
1: You know, it's kind of funny that no one else has ever called a game basketball before. That you can just release a game on the Switch in the year of our Lord
0: 2018, and it's called basketball. I'm surely anybody could release a video game called basketball. It's kind of like a common name, right? Oh, well, I don't know if you just just trademark it and then no, I don't trademark know. Trademark basketball?
1: I guess. I mean, no one else did it, so just <laughs> get it done. Soldier Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> trademark the game named that name Soldier basketball. Ball. Soldierball. There you see why would you why would you go with basketball if you could call it Soldier Ball?
0: Basketball for Nintendo Switch. There's actually a game a game page for this on Oh God! Well, well, I hope so. What, oh, what do you boy. think this
1: is? Soldier Games? <laughs>
0: no good. <laughs> on huh? Nintendo's website, doesn't matter. Anyway. Right. Uh, also, uh, Katamari Damachi re-roll on the Nintendo Switch and the PC. Is Excellence. this like the remake of the first game? It is. Yes, it's a basically straight release.
1: Because you know they're not going to be like resing it or anything like that. I mean, the whole the whole aesthetic is just you know.
0: Well, they could upres it. They just wouldn't. Yeah. Redo texture. I mean, I, I guess what I'm
1: saying is that I don't, don't look for a whole lot of value add for this. But yeah, it's the same game.
0: Uh, I don't know if you guys announced this last week, but Smash Brothers is out this week. What? What's Smash that? Brothers Never out. heard of it.
1: Never I heard of it. Hey, I'll just be over what? here playing PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah.
0: You should do that. I will. Uh, the Quantic Dream collection on the PS4. This is interesting to me because there's two games in this collection I want to play. Uh, This is the game. Uh, collection on the PS4, which includes the Quantic Dream games, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Beyond Become Human Beyond. <laughs> uh, Detroit become human. Sorry, those three games um, and the Heavy Rain remastered. The, it was a PS3 game, and then they re-released it to PS4 remastered. But anyway, uh, it's only forty bucks, and uh, Detroit become human just came out this year, so that's still probably a game that's at least thirty or forty dollars. Yeah, would imagine yeah. New. Oh, it's comparable. Um, so yeah, so this is not a bad buy if you're into those types of games, or you're. I mean, Heavy Rain was really cool. I finished Heavy Rain back in the day. I still need to play that. Um, you know. You say that like every time it comes up. I know. Every time any game comes up. I really need to play that. <laughs> Earth Defense Force Five. Uh I only bring this up because I don't I have no idea what this game is, but the guys at Tech Dash Gaming recommended it as their favorite game this month. And they said it's just kind of ridiculous.
1: Those
2: games are popular.
1: Yeah, they are. It's basically like uh like if you imagine Starship Troopers, but with like Kaiju, like where you're fighting giant bugs and they're just like <laughs> swarming. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good, but it's apparently like really low you know, low fidelity kind of game. But people seem to like it.
0: It's a sixty dollar release, so I guess it's good. Yeah. It should be. I don't there know, whatever uh, There's a game called Dusk, which is a an old school style uh, shooter. That's kind of like the in the style of like Doom or Quake. the like yeah. Original Doom yeah. and Quake. Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, uh, it's twenty bucks. It's out on PC. Yep. You Brand know more new. about this Jeremy?
1: Uh, I know. I mean, there's not much more to it. Uh, I just uh, happen to know uh, Dave O'Shree, who is kind of known for doing a few different things, Rise of the Triad and then some other stuff. This is sort of their, he's got a little group together and this is their passion project. Uh, do, doing a lot of stuff like with the community. This is a love letter to those kinds of games, Quake in particular. So, you know, Dale, you were talking a little bit earlier uh, when, we, when we mentioned um, Unreal Tournament. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, this, uh, you know, might be right up your alley. I don't know, but it's uh, 20 bucks and uh, looks very faithful to that style of game. So. Cool. Out this week. That's
0: cool. Uh, in our freebie section, uh, and this, this is, there's a couple things in here that should have, that could have made it to the news section, I suppose. But Counter Strike Go is now free. Uh, was previously, I believe, twenty dollars. It's been out for you know years now. But they also added a battle royale mode called Danger Zone. Um, and maybe that's what prompted it to become free or whatever. But anyway, I don't know. Go play battle royale on another on another really quality shooter. I'm Do sure it. that their version is probably you know comparable, just to as other- good as anything else. I mean. Uh, EA is offering uh, Battlefield, um, Battlefield owners, so owners of previous Battlefield games, a discount on Battlefield Five. So if you played Battlefield Four or Battlefield One, you can get a fifty percent discount on Battlefield Five, which is amazing. You should probably. I I played both of those.
1: So the way you do it is you, you need to load the game up. And then from inside the launcher, it will take you to, like, a special discounted version of the game. Is this um, forever,
2: or is this,
0: like, wh- It's
1: f- through, let's see, there is a date on it. Uh,
0: December 20th.
1: Yeah, there you go. So it would be, like, this week or so, you'd want to do that. So uh, the thing is, though, that I think right now it's primarily on... PC, or so I'm sorry on the Xbox uh, right now and uh, they are not sure about PC and maybe potentially the PlayStation 4 the thing is uh, EA kind of has this thing with Microsoft on their Xbox where they you know they do their own EA app or whatever it is so a lot of those offers tend to go there first so we, we might see these propagate to other platforms but uh, keep your eyes open
0: uh, cool there's that also um, so battlefield 5 had their first big of a big version of their DLC that comes out. So they have like a whole plan, just like all the e, the dice games do now, like the Battlefront. And I mm-hmm. remember them when the Battlefront had like, here's what we're doing over the next few months. Well, they've kind of announced that for Battlefield Five, and the first the first thing called Tides of War came out this week. Uh, it launched a whole bunch of new progression stuff, uh, some new maps, some new game modes. And on their release schedule over the next few months is they're adding a bunch of new game modes and maps and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that they're following the trend of online shooters that... DLC is just free for everyone, and they monetize mm. the game with, I guess, their, their premium currency, and this is called company coins. Right. Um, so, anyway, hopefully, they're monetizing it that way. Uh, Capcom is adding advertisements to Street Fighter V for free. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just decided, I thought it'd be funny to put it in there, but it is funny,
0: and I, and I like it. Uh, so, anyway. That's cool. On December 11th, Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition will get in-game advertisements. Yeah, and if you choose to keep them activated, uh, you'll get to enjoy some bonuses and some extra content. So fight sponsored money, sponsored content, uh, whatever that means. I don't know if it's like sponsored skins or maybe just extra. I, uh, I suspect there are probably ads for actual things. Yeah, but I mean the 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 stuff that you that players actually get if they leave the ads on you I know what you're you gonna see you're
1: gonna see all of those no vaping ads that they put on uh on the, on the game i don't Wars. care about the
0: ads i care about the content that they're bringing to the game there's like sponsored content like street fighter 5 costumes or something, oh it's gonna right? be anti-vaping
1: it's gonna be anti-vaping dlc <laughs> <laughs> i don't know
0: cool man well anyway yeah check that out i haven't played that game in a while you gotta get the fight money also something really cool that could have could have landed in the uh news section i suppose but uh, there's a new version of Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, called the Battle Edition. This is basically the same game that everyone has, except for it doesn't have the zombie mode. And it only costs $30 right now. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and the price is going to go up to $40 after January 6th. But basically, zombies is like the dumbest mode in that game. Um, so if you can buy a version of it for 30 bucks, like that's that's a pretty good deal. Like I probably would have done this over... The full game, just because I don't really care. Yeah, about so, the so this at is all. basically
1: it. Just means that you're just getting the blackout stuff, right?
0: Is that- getting blackout in the regular multiplayer. Oh, there's
1: regular multiplayer. I guess there must be.
0: Yeah, so you get multiplayer, you get the blackout, the battle royale mode, and you just don't get the zombies mode. All right. I mean for 30 bucks fair nah, sure why not that's a pretty good deal for a brand new game where basically everyone's gonna be playing multiplayer anyways yeah just
1: release, release um you know a different version of that where you play battle royale against 10 people and charge even less. all you have to do is just keep trimming this is a good business model you just keep trimming stuff okay. out and lowering the price there you go
0: black ops for you would know, be really cool if they just said okay uh, each version of the each versions so we have the multiplayer you have the blackout and you have those like 10 bucks 20 bucks each yeah
1: right? something like that yeah not I'm, a bad idea. That'd be all right. I still wouldn't buy it, but be an interesting
2: idea.
0: Yep. Anyway, and that's all that stuff for today.
2: Well, I noticed we have a topic here, and it's it's a topic that's been on the uh, tip of all of our tongues, like a like a little taste bud, just uh, <laughs> just there on the tip of your tongue. That, that That is a
1: great, you know, I, I don't think that tip of the tongue thing ever really came together for me until just now. Is it now. the tip of
0: the tongue after you eat like a lot of like really sour candy and you get a little sore?
2: Now, isn't
1: the tip where the salty? So I'm trying to remember.
2: I don't know. if I've heard that though, like that, you know, like different areas of the tongue have the receptors for different That's types all made of up. flavor. But you
1: know what? That was before they discovered umami. So where on your tongue does the umami go? Umami's like down the throat. I guess it must be. <laughs> Cause you just taste it right as it goes down. I don't know. All right. Anyway, Dale, what's what's going on? What is the well, topic Well,
2: Epic has got something they want to shove down your throat, and that is uh if you were watching the, the game, the game awards, the Keelys, uh apparently it was like nonstop uh plugging of Epic's uh new game store. Um anyway, what do you guys think about that? Um you know, I, we we mentioned earlier in the show that the revenue split that they're offering to developers is is very attractive if you're a developer. But what about from the, you know, the player side of things, the people who buy the games?
1: Actually, I do kind of want to, you know, even we'll get to the player, but that, you know, you bring, bring up the thing about the revenue split. The interesting thing about that, and I guess I mentioned it a little bit earlier, or maybe I didn't mention it, but Steam or Valve, you know, the the week before had announced that they were changing the pricing structure, the revenue structure that essentially would favor the large games and would cut out smaller developers. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's really like um, – It's kind of it, crappy. It's kind of a real one-two punch for Epic that like uh, the first punch was Valve punching themselves <laughs> and, <then, laughs> and then Epic came along and just like delivered a haymaker because um, that, that's like the opposite of progressive.
1: I mean, here's the thing. Normally, you know, we see – I mean, it was only like three or four weeks ago that Discord started doing their own store. And usually I'm like, well, okay, you know, whatever. I mean, Twitch, you know, Amazon is kind of doing their thing. And I'm like, yeah, like, okay, give me some free games. And but, you know, when and, and if Epic had just announced this themselves, even with the revenue, I'd be like, well, okay. But with Valve kind of doing some weird stuff lately, like you almost got to kind of wonder, like, it seems like it's a lot more competitive in this space against Steam specifically, just based on some of the decisions that Valve has been making. Am I the only one with that sense?
0: Well, yeah. I I, I kind of think that Steam has kind of been just the big only thing in the game for so long that it's only a matter of time when it starts to get taken down a notch, you know? Kind of like mm. how Facebook or MySpace was huge and MySpace got their asses kicked by Facebook and now Facebook is starting to get a little negative press, swarming it a little bit, you know? And, yeah. and what's what's coming around the corner for social media? I think it's the same thing with Steam where... You know, it's nice to see something, and I don't know what's going to be the next big thing in uh, digital distribution of video games. Uh, It may be a streaming service, it may be that. You know, they, like you said, the video game streaming is going to be the next big thing, and Valve is too slow to adapt, you know, kind of like the Netflix blockbusters situation. Yeah. And they ultimately get eclipsed by some brand new technology. Or will it be another storefront that just comes to compete, kind of like the Facebook versus MySpace
1: situation? That's a really interesting comment. So, do you think that there's a chance that Epic might make this not necessarily just a download serv-
0: service, but that they might try to do something streaming? Base well i I don't know about that my point is that that uh you know it's only a matter of time before the big dog eventually gets yeah taken
1: down you know what i mean well here's here's the other thing there's it's only a matter of time before all the crap that gets loaded on steam every week comes to the epic game store do you think they're gonna because i mean (laughs) they're specifically trying to be friends i mean what's the time to you know time to anime
2: but at at this point that's probably what they're looking for right (laughs) Time to
0: anime too late i'm sure let me
2: look i I got it's probably already
0: there they want, find out for
1: you right
2: at this point in the, the development of the store, the Epic store or whatever, they want as much crap as they can get, right? Because you never know out of all that dross, like what's going to be the next Fortnite?
0: Well, the other thing know? that's interesting, and, and I don't, this didn't come up in our discussion about, and I don't know if it was in the Keeley's news, but I guess uh, Journey is coming to PC. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I think it's, and I don't know if it's coming via exclusively on the Epic Games Store, but I know there's talk about, having some games be exclusive to the Epic game store and that Epic is kind of reaching out to kind of secure those those deals. Oh uh, yeah, like Ashen uh, is out now
1: and it's the it's like the sort of um it's Team Fortress art style but Dark Souls gameplay kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I happen to know not to spoil it, but I, I know Jared's been playing that. So we might might have to see it. Is he playing game. on
2: Epic? Is he have to play on Epic? I, I Do don't think stuff?
1: he's playing it on the Xbox. Dude Jared uh,
2: is always playing on Epic. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> dude. Uh So so yeah, I mean I mean that's a big deal too cuz that's a I mean clearly that's a Sony thing. And you know, Sony has traditionally had a pretty decent relationship with Valve. They had for a while you could log in on your PlayStation Network ID on Steam. Um and this is like Well, they had Steam on the PlayStation 3, right? Portal 2. Uh yeah, Portal 2. Yep, and you could do you could cross play cross play with chat. The PC. Yep, Absolutely, yep. you could do all of that. Uh but I mean this is a, that's a pretty significant get also. Um I don't know. Well, here,
0: here's the thing is that um, Fortnite is the biggest game out right now. Uh, dare I say, maybe the biggest game of all time, aside from like Minecraft or something. It's huge, right? Uh, and basically, if people are playing that game on Steam, they're playing on this Epic Games launcher, which now has is plastered with advertisements for games that they're selling. It's It's only logical that a lot of those kids who came to Fortnite because, you know, It's cool, and they want to play it on their PC. They'll probably run on, you know, their parents' PC or whatever. Um, You know, they're probably. It's only a matter of time before those kids start buying games, and those kids probably those new this new crop of PC gamers didn't grow up with Steam. You know, they grew up with Fortnite, which is the Epic Games, and the Epic Games now has a store. So where are they going to go? Are they going to go to Steam? Well, I don't know. Probably not. They're probably going to stick to the. They they may, but they they will. But I mean, if they're stuck with this right in front of them already and epic games they trust because epic games makes fortnite you yeah. know why what's why wouldn't they just buy the game on on epic versus steam right
1: well so two things one um i guess that right now they've got the epic games launcher i'm assuming that's going to be subsumed into
0: it already the is. Epic story. is it already is. A, okay okay yeah. If you download Epic Games or the launcher has a, had an update and the update included the store. The and that's store. basically it. OK, so the home page of the Epic Games launcher is basically the store and then you can go to your library just like you can on Steam and you can launch Fortnite. Yeah, that's huh. basically it. It looks a lot better than Steam, too. Like, does it really? I, I'm so tired of the UI. They're going to
1: have to deal with that curation thing, though. They're, they're still going to have to deal with the same things that Steam and, and does. And nobody's and, really ever
0: solved the curation. E- aspect exactly, of it. Yeah.
1: exactly. Uh, but here's here's my next thought. Uh, where where does it go from here? Uh, you know, Epic also sort of poo pooed the Google storefront. Are they going to do their own mobile storefront? I mean, right now they're having you go off the you know off the grid to install Fortnite on Android as it is. Uh, it's the you same do? way that the yeah you can't and you can't download it from the Google Play Store. You have oh, to install it as an uncontrolled app or whatever. Uh, it's the same thing that you do if you install Amazon's Android app store that you have to actually like allow unauthorised yeah. apps or whatever. So theoretically, uh, Epic when, when they're doing this, you know, awesome outreach to developers saying, hey, well, you know, we'll give you the you know the eighty-eight percent, twelve percent split. Um, now they extend that to mobile. And say, you know, we're going to do that. Because, you know, that same 30% that Steam and Valve have have charged, I mean, that's the same rate as far as I understand it on Apple. And I guess on Android, I don't really know. I haven't heard anything about that. But, you know, what's to stop Epic from saying, okay, well, now we've got a PC storefront. Now we're going to set up a team to do the same thing for mobile. And we're going to put all the best apps. And, you know, our own Fortnite app is going to be something that we, uh, you know, manage and update from our own storefront on mobile. And then they... Start doing that there. I mean, they wouldn't be able to do it on Apple, I suppose. I guess there are no unregulated. Uh, Apple does not allow that. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Maybe on Android, you start to see an Epic, you know, storefront there too.
0: Yeah, weird.
3: Mm.
1: Uh, So, so Dale asked at the very beginning. uh, We should probably return to that. uh, What does this mean for you personally? Is this? I mean, are you planning on using the Epic storefront, the Epic launcher? Um, I mean, at least Jared has already got Ashen, so.
2: If you play Fortnite, you're already using it, right? Yeah. Um, what about for you personally, though, Dale? Uh, sure. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't installed why not? Uh, if you if you want to play that new Hades game, you know, like you said, the the roguelike from Supergiant uh, Giant Games, Super so. giant, uh, that's on there right now. Um, uh, I don't see why not. I mean, I I used to be more of more uptight about wanting to have everything just on one launcher, but I don't know. It's I don't I, don't, I just don't know that it bothers me all that much anymore. It's not like I'm gonna constantly have them all running in the background but like if i want to play battlefield i'll get origin or if i want to play right you know blizzard stuff i'll use the blizzard thing um i'd rather have it all under one umbrella sure but yeah what are you gonna do you,
1: you know i i also seem to remember that they at epic are, are doing their own sort of return policy program do you guys remember seeing that it's like they give you a oh, no know. no questions asked uh something something it, it seems like they even give you like a voucher or something like that. I, I don't know exactly how that works, but uh I don't know. Yeah. So they're, they're pushing all that stuff pretty hard. I mean, they're, they're basically taking some of the things that they're learning from Valve and implementing the the better versions of those things in their own storefront. I mean, Valve has not had any real competition. I mean, even, even EA's Origin, it's pro- probably the next, I mean, maybe GOG. What, you know, what, what's, What's the next thing after Steam, and it's not anywhere near, right?
0: Uh Origin, Blizzards. probably. Blizzard, Origin, Blizzard's only got like their games and Activision's games though.
2: But in terms of usage, I'm sure they. Oh have sure, more sure, than sure, sure, Origin. Yeah, you yeah. play. So guess? Epic is Epic is
1: coming after Valve, and does
0: anyone actually buy games off of UPlay? Because UPlay UPlay's integrate with Steam. Like I just buy them on Steam and play them through UPlay.
1: Well, what I've done is they'll sometimes, you'll sometimes get like, a, if you buy a video card or something, it'll be like, here's Assassin's Creed, the newest game. Or I, I, in fact, that's how I got. Oh, and then uh, you have to
0: redeem it on you. Yeah.
1: That. Yeah. That's how I got uh, Rainbow Six Siege was doing something like that.
0: And that's fine. I mean, I, I, I'm just like Dale, where I, I used to be very, very anti everything. Like, I didn't want to buy anything on GOG. I didn't want to buy anything on yeah. anything but Steam. And like yeah. I said, I'm I'm kind of over it, just like Dale is. I'm just like, I don't, I just don't care, I suppose. And, the, and the, I think. I think the reason for that is that I'm not one to go back and play games that I've already played. Uh-huh. So it doesn't really matter where I buy my games for the future because I'm going to play them where they're available. And then once I'm done with them, then I'm done with them and I don't really care.
3: But yeah. My library
0: is big on Steam. I have like 500 plus titles on there now, which is stupid. Yeah. But you know, how many of those am I, how many of those am I actually playing on a, on a, on a monthly yearly basis? Like a handful? You know, and, so. and
1: furthermore, how many of those are you buying
0: also? Like we've talked about the Steam sales. I haven't bought I mean, hardly anything recently. Like I, I don't – and the stuff that I have bought, I've bought on other platforms. I've bought on Battle.net or I've bought on, bought on Origin with Battlefield 5. And uh, yeah, I mean Steam is really not my go-to for playing games anymore. Mm. Uh, maybe that's just because of the games I've been playing recently, but – um, yeah, that's just the way it's been for me. Recently. So,
1: is there something do you think that that could happen on the Steam store front, or that Valve could do that would really counter
0: Epic's move here? Uh, release Half Life Three, get people caring about Steam again, and oh, Valve. Ho-ho oh ho, ho. supposedly wait a minute i saw somewhere that there was like hints towards a half-life 3 yeah or it, did it, it didn't make it that? into yeah i
1: did what, it didn't make what? it into the news <laughs> but uh, yeah in the new uh counter-strike go battle royale mode people found this basically what they think is an arg of some words kind of like you remember in the winter soldier the like code book that they do and they just say those random words something like that and they figured out that there was some sort of like base seven code system and they figured out that it was a Uh, It was the lyrics to Still Alive, and then there were these three doors somewhere, and the third one was locked off. Ha ha ha, Half-Life 3, Um, something like that. So people are kind of finding little hints there, but... I don't know. I don't know. That sounds I mean,
0: that sounds pretty conspiracy theory.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is that even Portal 2, before it launched, there was an ARG, there was an, an alternate reality game or an augmented reality game for that as well. So people are sort of saying, oh, well, maybe there's, you know, maybe there's Portal 3 that's coming down the line. I mean, the thing is that all of the talent has left Valve. So unless they've got a, a big crop of up-and-coming game designers and writers that we haven't heard about, uh, you know,
0: I don't think anything's yeah, going to Yeah, and whatever. There. I mean, I I, th- I think for Steam... Steam is still relevant. I mean, it's still the largest platform. I, I don't oh, think course. Steam needs to do anything really. I mean, if if a if a publisher wants to publish their games and wants to get bought at this point in time, uh, it's, it needs to be on Steam, hands down. Unless you know, Epic is paying them for exclusivity on. What Epic
1: about games this? Start-run.
0: What about this? Who owns Epic? Tencent. Tencent.
1: Right. So this is Tencent, who already dominates the publishing, or or you know. I mean, they they also have a share in Activision and therefore Blizzard. Uh, they own don't they own Riot Games now as well? They've got a majority yeah of stakeholder in Riot Games. I mean, they kind of are gonna let, owns follow the money. A lot of stuff. Follow the yeah. money,
0: dude. Yeah. So they're like one of the big, huge mega corporations that'll rule the world. Like, right? In, I don't know. Twenty years.
1: Well, it's either them or Disney. So uh, you know. Vote American. Unless you're listening to this and you're Chinese, then, you know, vote Chinese. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I, who am I to say? Uh, so, I don't know. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll probably log on to get the free games and, you know, I don't know if I'll do much more than that. But, you know, I play Fortnite every now and then. But uh,
2: You know, speaking of logging on to get the free games, uh, that reminds me, I don't think I've logged into Twitch in like, I don't know, six months or something like that. Well,
1: Dale, you need to come to the Discord are this, server. Are they still doing that? They still yeah, doing they're still doing that. Come to the Discord Twitch server.
0: Thought TV. Download the curse client, Twitch client, Twitch store. Download that. All of Whatever it. Whatever it is. I Do think it. I have it.
1: And let, you know what? Let's let's tell the listeners where they can do that, too. Uh, listeners, this has been the Game Bite Show uh, podcast for this top of the week. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, if you're interested in free games, stick with me for just another 60 seconds and we'll get there. But if you've got any comments, any thoughts on, you know, Tencent, Epic Store, Valve, any of that stuff, if you have any commentary on the news items of this week or the new releases, reach out to us on social media. You can find us collectively at Game Byte Show on Twitter. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand.
2: and I am at
1: Count Elmdor. You can also find our fourth man, Jared Redeye Dunn, and uh, Epic Games patron at r e d underscore uh, i. You can also find his work over Twitch.tv/slash Byte Show. I think we're. I want to try. Uh, I had an idea for what we should play this week. It seems like uh, Counter Strike Go. Maybe maybe we should try that out or do, do something. Oh yeah, that
2: you. new um, Battle Royale mode. Yeah, yeah, so maybe we'll. I
1: don't Danger know. Danger Zone. You, you guys should join us tomorrow. How about that? Come come play with us. Well, we'll try it out. We'll try it out. So, tomorrow, every Monday. I installed
0: it after I heard the head of Battle Royale.
1: Cool. Just it's I a, want to see it. Too. It's a date. Let's all do it. Uh, and uh, you can also find us over at Game dot com, Or I'm sorry, uh, Twitch. Uh, what am I saying? YouTube.
2: You Game Show. One of
1: those things. You know, actually, I had a great idea to just have a, a URL, uh, Game Bites Show.com, Game Show. And it would just have a link to everything there. And then you would just have to say yeah, that. You. and Just like find all of our stuff at Game Bites Show.com, Game Show. Uh, but uh, also find us over at extra life.org, team, Game Bites Show. Still doing that. Children's Miracle Network Hospital Drive through the end of the year. Uh, donate Donate. donate some time, donate some money, donate some airspace, tweet. Share on Facebook, let people know. Uh, and then, of course, GameByteShow.com. Uh, sidebar video game content, as well as the RSS feed for our podcast, and a back catalog of all of our podcasts. Lots of good stuff going on there. And we've got that Discord server. And if you are lost and in the wilderness of freebies, you don't know what's out there, come find us on Discord. They, uh, You can find the link to that in our show notes. And uh, you'll find there also Dale Jones, who is uh, getting himself well-versed in the freebies That are out there. Uh, This weekend you might have gotten company of heroes too, if you were paying attention. We try and keep you up to date. That's what we do, because we love you. Uh, But folks, that is gonna do it for this episode of the Game Bite Show podcast. We'll be back in just a few days to talk to you about the games that we've been playing. Until then, we will see you next
0: time.
2: Be seeing you.
0: See ya.